Coming up, a refurbishment has been completed at Splitsville in Disney Springs and more bad news for the people mover. All this and our spotlight this week as we talk about our top five favorite shows at Walt Disney World on this week's episode of The Kingdom Clubhouse. This is The Kingdom Clubhouse, episode six for the week of April 5th, 2021, if I can say it correctly. (laughs) The Kingdom Clubhouse is brought to you by Magic of the Mouse Radio, 24-7 Disney music from all your favorite Walt Disney soundtracks and music from the Walt Disney theme parks as well. The Kingdom Clubhouse is a bi-weekly podcast covering all the breaking Disney news from Walt Disney World and the other Disney theme parks around the globe. We'll also have fun Disney topics to discuss to keep the magic going while you're away from the parks. Well, hello, everyone. I'm Walt. I'm Melissa. And welcome back to another episode. Happy Monday morning to you. Hope everybody's having a great day if you're listening to this live. And if you're listening to the replay, hope you're having a great, great week. Yeah, hope you all had a great Easter. I know some of you have some time off with friends and family. I know it's break time for a lot of kids from school, so hope you're enjoying your time. Absolutely. Hope everybody had a great, great Easter. Happy Easter to everyone. But yep, we are back and better than ever. And for those who don't know, we are Walt and Melissa from our YouTube channel, Mouse Talk. We did initially kind of start in this whole genre of Disney with a podcast a long time ago. We sure did. We got away from it. Went over to YouTube, which we love. We are doing great over there. Go check us out on uh, YouTube if you don't mind. It. We're called Mouse Talk. But Bill from Magic of the Mouse Radio reached out to us and uh, wanted to see if we wanted to kind of rekindle the flames with <laughs> podcasting. And here we are back. And we're really enjoying it. We are. It's fun to get back to our roots. Absolutely. But this week, we are going to talk about a couple of news stories. One fun, one not so fun. And then we're going to do our spotlight. It's going to be a lot, a lot of fun. So let's get right into our in the news story. Melissa, what's our first news story? All right. New bamboo. <laughs> New bamboo bar and patio at Splitsville. <laughs> Say that three times fast. <laughs> Changes to specific areas of Splitsville at Disney Springs have been completed. The new bamboo bar and patio area is finished and contains an indoor and outdoor service window for guests. The new bar area takes the place of the old first floor bar. The sleek new look will become the look for the rest of the dining area in upcoming renovations. The new patio offers outdoor seating with access to the bar indoors as well. And it is very pretty. We walked by there at the this past weekend. I had no idea they had completed it. I know that whole area was kind of roped off for a while and it's very inviting. I like it. It's right there near Everglades Donut so you can grab a drink and a donut I guess at the same time. <laughs> I agree. Well no it's true. You're absolutely right. It really is an area over there. That's part of the area of the Orange Garage where you can exit and enter now. That's been reopened too it looks like. Oh, okay. And now it's an area that has more life to it. Yeah. Bringing the what before it was just a window to look in at the bowling alley that was on the first floor because that's now gone. Right. This new patio area has taken over that. That little first floor bowling alley that I think had four lanes. They no longer have the four right. lanes there. They still have the other lanes throughout upstairs. The but yeah, it yes. definitely didn't really seem to fit. And whenever we walked by, it didn't look like those ones were being utilized that much anyway. So correct. I think this is good. We've heard great things about the fair that they have here, food wise, and mm-hmm. you can order some of that at the bar as well. 
Um, so it's something we definitely want to try and it, it looks great. They did a really good job. I agree. I think it looks really, really nice. Melissa's correct. It's very quaint. It looks very cozy. Uh, it's right next to Everglades. Melissa's correct. And I think that's brought some added life to that little corridor mm-hmm. right there. Yeah. No doubt. So I'm really glad that we have both Everglazed and now this patio area at Splitsville. And I'm telling you, folks, it's really, really nice. It's a good place to get a nice little cocktail. And I'm sure you can hear the music from up front at the beginning, you know, at the front of Splitsville where they have the music, outdoor music sometimes. Yes, that's always nice. You can still sit over here on the side and I'm sure you're, you're going to be able to hear the music. It's phenomenal. I, I'm really glad they have this area. And it was a surprise because we didn't realize it was done. Right, right. I know we've been paying attention to everything else going over on in that part of Disney Springs with the M&M store opening and Everglaze opening. We kind of forgot about all the work they were doing there. And so we stumbled upon it <laughs> almost literally in my sense yeah. uh, this weekend. <laughs> yeah, it, it, It's really, really nice. And from what we've heard. There will be continuing refurbishments that are going to be happening at Splitsville. So this overall decor Mm -hmm. or aesthetic, I'll call it as well, is going to be kind of the theme throughout the entire place. So that's kind of neat. Yep. Yep. And now our second news story, Mm. the People Mover reopening has been pushed back again. That's kind of a bummer. It is a lot of I don't know about everyone else, but I'm missing the People Mover. And according to the WDW refurbishment schedule, the People Mover has yet again had its reopening pushed back. The new reopening date is now listed as May 1st. The Magic Kingdom ride has been closed since March of 2020 and has not reopened since. The, re- the reopening has been pushed back several times with testing still continuing as we speak. This is really a conundrum to me as to what we're mm-hmm. waiting on. Sometimes it looks like, oh, gosh, we're really close. It looks like they're running them. There's been people that cast members have been on them testing, you know, sitting on them and riding on them. And then all of a sudden they'll go two weeks and you won't see them move at all. Well, that's what I'm wondering. I know it was just a track refurb. So I'm like, obviously the track's in or they wouldn't be testing it. Agreed. So what's the issue? What's the reason for it? I feel like they're pushing everything back. I mean, now we know that, you know, the... Ratatouille ride's been pushed back to our, the 50th anniversary date, which they're, I think, doing just so we'll have an opening ride for the 50th since everything's been, I don't know, I don't really understand it and it's getting a little frustrating. It is. It's sad because it's been well over a year now since the, the ride went down and it hasn't been back since. It has to do something with the magnets because it's, mag- it's a magnetic pull mm-hmm. that does it for the ride and they maybe. maybe some of the magnets are working great and other ones are having some issues and they have to continuously you know test right. all of them throughout that entire ride because if you really think about it that track is a long track it's a long track so you're probably right um, yep and and, just, and, we really just like this ride. Exactly. We just love to people watch. And we always have this saying that we came up with, when in doubt, people mover. So we're always like, oh, let's just go jump on people mover. Or for me, I don't <laughs> do true. a lot of the thrill rides. I don't like Space Mountain. And I'll just go ride the people mover while, you know, Walt or some of our other friends and family go on space. So, you know, I'm definitely missing it because it's my go-to. I agree. I miss it tremendously. And I'm really hoping that it comes back soon. Who knows? Maybe we'll get lucky and May 1st will finally be the date, but I'm not holding my breath. No, exactly. Yep. <sighs> so there you go, folks. That's our in the news story. And now we're going to get into our spotlight section of the show. This is always the fun section. And last week we kind of did a 
five rides that we thought needed a reimagine, mm-hmm. reimagining or a refurb. This one we're going to have a little bit more fun with. We're going to talk about our top five favorite shows at Walt Disney World. Of course, the downside is right now all of these are closed, but we figure we'll talk about it, say what we like about them, so give people something to look forward to once these eventually come back to us, we hope. So that's the only downside about this topic is you can't experience any of these right now. <laughs> I agree 100%, but hopefully they'll be back soon. And this is all under the assumption that everything's back to normal. And if it is back to normal and you're able to experience these, these are the top five that we would recommend. And we do have a couple of honorable mentions. So it's so really a top five is a top seven. But we uh, these are the first five we would recommend yeah, for us. A lot of people may disagree and may be a little disappointed in our list, but we'll explain why. And, you know, just it's just our opinion. Everybody is different, but we will get started. Yep. So what's the first one on our list now? So, no particular yeah, order here. No yep. Particular no order. particular order. What's number one? So one of my favorite shows in all of the parks is it's a musical is actually the Nemo, the musical show. Finding Nemo, and, the musical. Yes. Finding Nemo, the musical. And this is over at Animal Kingdom, um, right kind of past where you would have seen Rivers of Light going down that way, heading toward Dino Land. Yes. Oh, well, it depends um, on which way you're going. You're going. You're, okay. You could be coming away from Dino Land, yeah. heading towards Everest. Right. Literally, you go right past Nemo, you go over the bridge, and there's Everest. Yeah, it's a so, huge blue building. Mm-hmm. Now it's all pretty empty, but this one I really love. It's done with puppetry, and the the singers are actually puppeting, you know, Nemo and Marlin and all the all the characters they have some original music um really fun they're really talented they come into the audience and come up the middle of the aisles and just i don't know i think it's very beautiful it's a nice you know air conditioning theater lots of space so there should be plenty of room to to social distance they wouldn't necessarily have to come up into the audience as part of the show so i think this is something eventually i'm hoping they will open soon because I enjoy this show very much. I do too. This is one of my favorite shows. I love it a lot. Nemo is one of my favorite Pixar films in the mm-hmm. first place. Look, I'm a dad. It's a father-son Pixar right, film. Right. It really, really is. And so it kind of pulls on my heartstrings a little bit. But I enjoy this show a lot. They have all the fun music that we that we know and have grown to love from the Nemo movies. Um, they have a giant Marlin that comes in. Uh, not Marlin. Um, <laughs> uh, Are you talking about the teacher? The no. Stingray? Yeah, the Stingray. Oh, my yeah. God. Nigel. I'm th- No, oh, I'm no, thinking of ne- Nigel. The giant Nigel pelican. that comes in. The Pelican. <laughs> but, yes, there's also a giant Stingray that comes in as well. There's a uh, Crush is also kind of big as well, mm-hmm. which is really cool. I love this musical. I think it's a ton of fun. It's very unique. It and is. It's, it's colorful. It, very colorful. Happy. And I just really love this. This is actually one of my most favorites in all of Disney. Right. And I know that's unique because a lot of people would probably pick another show in Animal Kingdom, mm-hmm. which who knows? Maybe it makes our list. Maybe it doesn't. But this is the one for us I think we'd pick. For sure. Yeah, I really like this one. I agree. What's next on our list, Melissa? So this is kind of a a sleeper (laughs) hit for us. I think in a way most people would think we're crazy. We do think of this as a show. But once you're immersed in it, it's so much fun. And that's the Laugh Floor over at Magic Kingdom uh, in Tomorrowland. And it's where you go in and you're basically in Monstropolis. You're going in and they're collecting your laughter to run their power. And Mike Wazowski is there and some other hosts of the show to try to make you laugh. And they have some interactive parts where people come on and they choose people from the audience to be part of it. And it's very funny and cute. Some of it can be redundant because a lot of it's the same. But I have a ton of fun every time we go to that show. I agree 100%. I love it. I think it's so much fun. I always leave 
with a smile on mm-hmm. my face. I've really, really enjoyed this show a lot. It's not running right now. Hopefully, it'll be back soon. I think this show's a lot of fun. Melissa's correct. A lot of the jokes are repetitive. But you'll get some new ones here and there. And you can also kind of be a part of the show, which mm-hmm. is really cool. You could be that guy or you can uh, have um, the churro guy. Yep. All kinds of different ones where they'll go into the crowd, too, and they'll ask questions. It's kind of interactive, which makes it fun. I love this show. I think it's it's a blast. And it can depend, too, on how much the people in the audience yes. that they choose interact, because sometimes that can really make the show. You get someone that's a lot of fun and plays around with it really well. And you can also text in your own jokes. And there's a chance that your joke can be picked and used in the show by the characters. Our son actually had one of his jokes picked at one of the shows once. So that makes it kind of fun and unique as well. Agreed. This show's a ton of fun. I love it. I think it's it's underrated. And hopefully it sticks around for a long, long time. I love the laugh floor. So that's our second one. What's our third one? All right. So this is another one that's probably just might be my most favorite in the whole wide world. Um, (laughs) Even though I really love Nemo, I really, really, really love the Happily Ever After fireworks show at Magic Kingdom. Now, granted, this show hasn't been around that long. And then, of course, with COVID hitting, there have been no fireworks shows. But I'll tell you what. Um, this is one that we had to sit, get in line, what, two hours prior to the fireworks show to get an upfront show, but it was well worth it. Oh, it's extremely popular. It's fantastic. I love it. I think it's absolutely phenomenal. I love all the projections on the castle. I love the music, the different music they use from the different movies. It's absolutely phenomenal. The fireworks are amazing as well. And they even give a little nod to wishes at the end when you still see Tinkerbell flying across the sky, mm-hmm. which is probably yeah, my best, my favorite up. part. Mm-hmm. I love it. Uh, it kind of makes me tear up a little bit. I love this show. I think it's absolutely wonderful. I hope it stays around for a very long time. Who knows? I don't know if this show was supposed to be like a temporary replacement for Wishes or if it's supposed to be a permanent replacement. I think it should be permanent. I think it was a permanent. I don't think there was ever anything indicating it was temporary. I hope not. Um, And I'll tell you what, the the way they can do the projections on the castle now is just incredible. If you were able to see them at Christmas time, it's, you know, 10 steps above that with all the different things they put on there and the different clips from the different movies. They include some movies that, you know, you don't see super super a lot, which I love. They've got Hunchback. Yeah, they got Hercules in there. Yeah. too. It's really and wonderful. Great music. It actually brings a tear to your eye the first couple times you see it. I teared up you know, with the music and it's beautiful. It's really beautiful and this is probably my, my number one out of all of these if I did have to put them in order. I enjoy this show immensely. Yeah, this is a definitely... You can't miss. It's a can't miss. You've got it. It's a must do. Can't miss when you go to the parks. And this is probably our favorite show for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Uh, we don't really have an order here, but if we did, I think that's probably going to be at the top. That's Happily ever after. In my opinion, for sure. Yeah, me too. Me too. So what is number four? So this is another super fun fireworks show. And we've really only gotten a chance to see this maybe once or twice. Um, but it is the Star Wars Star Wars fireworks show over at Hollywood Studios. I'll let you talk a little bit more about that. You're the Star Wars guy. Well, it's just a lot of fun. I mean, it's got a lot of nods to all the movies, the prequels, the originals and the sequels. They bring them all together in a really cool show. And it kind of tells the story of the Skywalker saga. Uh, obviously condensed, for sure. But I think it's a great, great show. I love it. And the fireworks are amazing. The different clips they use from all the different films are wonderful. It's just great. I'm glad that they really 
include all of the movies. It's not just the new ones that Disney owns. They mm-hmm. get all all nine of them are in there. They're all represented well. I love it. I think this is great. The fireworks are amazing. I love how they end with the lightsaber going yeah, up into the sky. Into the sky. It's really cool. It's it's a pretty awesome show. And if you're a Star Wars fan, this might be number one on your list because it's a really good fireworks show. And I love it. I think it's fantastic. Well, they did a great job with all the clips they included. And I like Star Wars, but I'm not that mega fan or anything, but I really enjoyed this. I think if you have any interest in Star Wars whatsoever, you'll enjoy this very much. It just makes you feel a little bit like you're part of it. It's, it's very dramatic. I don't know if that's a good way to put I it. I think so. It just makes you feel like, yeah. You know, I don't know. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> and the ending is really, endings are always important to me for yes. shows and fireworks shows. Like that's one of the things that makes Happily Ever After so wonderful is the ending. Same thing here. They do a really good job with it. I love it. Again, it brings a tear to my eye as a guy who was there in 1977 when Star Wars came out in the movie theaters and kind of dating myself. But (laughs) I grew up with Star Wars. It's been my entire life. And uh, I love it. I think this is fantastic. They've done a really good job of representing all the movies, all the characters, too. Mm -hmm. They don't miss anybody. Right. And this is a really awesome show. And I can't wait. And I really, fingers crossed, it comes back. Yeah, I'm waiting. Yep. Now I'm getting all depressed because we can't see any of these <laughs> things. This was a horrible topic. I hate you. Sorry. It's his idea. <laughs> and our fifth one. Uh, and we're coming out of being blocked out of the parks because we're gold members. So we've been blocked out for two weekends. So we're already like wham, wham, playing the world's smallest violin. Right, guys? Right. Yeah. But First world like, problems, yeah, for sure. Exactly. Anyway, um, the last one on our list for our top five is actually Fantasmic. And that's a show that's been around a very long time, also in Hollywood studios. This has been a favorite of mine for a long time. Walt's finally warming up to it. Mm-hmm. He used to say he didn't care for it. And me and my oldest son would go watch it. <coughs> Excuse me. When we would be coming to visit and we would leave him behind. Yeah, I agree. But I, I think the show is really, really good. I enjoyed it a lot. I like it more now than I used to. It's just one of those shows for me. A lot of people love it. They really do. They like it a lot. But I enjoy it more now than I did ever. And I think it's a lot of fun. It's a show that I definitely recommend. They do it, I think, only one show a night. I don't think it's two shows anymore. And I don't even know that it was... Was it ever two shows? it was usually at 9 and then again at 11 when the park would stay open late. But that hasn't been around for a while. Right. So... I would always recommend if you have to do one of the two, do the second show if you can, if you don't mind staying late, because you're probably going to get a phenomenal seat. That's true. But other than that, even if you do the first show, you're going to love it. It's a great, great show. I've gotten to enjoy it more than I used to. But this is really an awesome show. And all the characters come out in the end, which is really neat. And Mickey's battling all the villains. Oh, yeah, like Maleficent in her dragon form. And they, they Jafar project, and the snake. snake. Yes, it's really cool. They project a lot of things on the water where they'll force that upwards. And you have projections on the water and lots of colors. And like Walt said, the characters will come out in boats. And then there's a big boat full of a ton of the Disney characters. Mm-hmm. It's just very happy and fun and colorful and pretty. So I enjoy it a lot. And you're going to have Sorcerer Mickey, which is great. Yeah, it's it's a really fun show. Highly recommend it when it comes back. It's got its own little stage in the back there. It's right behind the Beauty and the Beast show. It's back there. Yeah, near Tower of Terror. Yep, near Tower of Terror, back yes. there. Mm-hmm. But uh, And it's off to the right as you're heading towards Tower of Terror. But it's a great show. Definitely recommend it. So check those shows out. So that's our five. We do have quick two 
yeah, we've got honorable mentions time, so we can kind of go into some of the others that we feel like we really enjoy. And the one that I think is usually the top for most people um, that you're probably mad at us for not including <laughs> is Festival of the Lion King. Um, this is great. I mean, the performances are top notch. I mean, these are like Broadway style performers. I think what turns me off to it more than anything, I don't always like the interaction where they have the audience and the characters. I don't know. For some reason, I don't love that. And it's like, eh, I saw it once. But I'll tell you what, the singers are amazing. A lot of acrobatics going on in that show. That's really one. If you've never seen it, you have to see it. Oh, yeah. It's incredible. I agree. You have to see the show. It's a wonderful show. And for many people, this is probably their number one. Most people. It's just we're we're different. (laughs) We're We're, weirdos. We're weirdos. What can we say? We like the show. We do. It's just different shows. Different strokes for, for different, different folks. Exactly. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Um, it makes our honorable mention. It's just for us. It's not one of those ones where we're like, oh, my God. I but, have to see that again. All but right. I will say this to to its credit. If I'm bringing someone who's never been oh, to Disney, sure. I'm doing, oh, my God, you have to see it. Yes. That's that's the one thing I will say for sure. So Which that, is weird, isn't yeah. it? There's certain things that yeah. you don't mind seeing again and again and again. And then for me, it's like, yeah, I'll, I'll see that one every so often. And for some reason, right. that's how I feel about this one. So correct. please still tune in to us in two, <laughs> two weeks. <laughs> so that's our first honorable mention. What's our other one? So Beauty and the Beast live on stage. I really love this. I think it's super cute. Beauty and the Beast is one of my favorite all-time Disney animated movies. Um, you know, they have all the people in their little costumes. You have all the teacups and you have, you know, Mrs. Potts and Belle and Beast and Lumiere and Cogsworth and everybody's out there dancing around and singing all your favorite songs and Gaston. And it's great. I just love the story. And it's it's just really a lot of fun. Right. It's telling the story of the movie Beauty and the Beast. It really is. And what's funny is for those of you that didn't know this, if I'm correct, a little trivia and you're more than welcome to check me on it. The show debuted before the movie. It did? It did. I think it did. Oh I'm pretty goodness. sure, guys. Look that up. That means it's been around a yes. long time. The, the show actually debuted before the movie. And you can look that up and you're more than welcome to correct me. Come over to our YouTube channel. Let me know. I have a community page there. You're more than welcome to leave a message there. I got to check that when we get off but here. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the show debuted before the movie. Isn't that funny? But I love this. Look, Beauty and the Beast is one of my favorite soundtracks of all the movies in Disney. Pretty much every song in there I love. And I love this show. I just think it's a really great show. It's been there for forever. I'm praying it comes back. You know, it's been there, I think, since the park opened. So it's been there a very long time. But I love it. If you love Beauty and the Beast, you're going to love this show. It's a lot of fun. The characters all come out. And just it tells the story of Beauty and the Beast. It's a lot of fun. And that's why it makes our honorable mention. Mm -hmm. Yep. Another one we really enjoy, and this one's a little newer since Animal Kingdom started staying opening a little later to where it gets dark, is the Tree of Life Awakenings. And it's like a light show and so almost like a projection show as well on the tree. I guess that's really what it is. It is. And because that tree is so beautiful and all those animals carved into it, they have projections that make it look like the carvings in the trees are coming to life and the animals pop out and walk. It's amazing. I mean, it is really awesome to watch. And the tree is lit up in rainbow colors and it's gorgeous. I mean, I just sat myself on the ground outside the tree at one point when we first saw it and just stared at it for forever. They were ready to leave and they're like, come on, mom, let's go. <laughs> now, the, the shows are in, they're they're short. They're, they're real mm-hmm. quick and they kind of scatter them, stagger them. Yes. It's not one big long show. Mm-mm. They'll do one throughout the evening. So you might see one 
20 minutes later, they might do another one. And they're only a few minutes and I long. I don't think it's even that far apart. That's why I wanted to stay there and watch to see what was happening Yeah, that's next. true. I want to say it's every five minutes or something like that. A something. different animal moves or something else happens on the tree. It's like a continuous... Um, projection show so it's really cool it is and i could stare at that tree during the day for a long period of time so i think it's pretty fantastic yep so hopefully that comes back and it's it's fun we really 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 like it but there you go guys that is our list of our top five and a couple others favorite shows (laughs) at walt disney world and i'm sure everybody has their favorites as well look i wanted to include hoopty do review on here but melissa said no it's a dinner show so i couldn't no because you kind of have to pay i was trying to think of shows that you've already paid your entrance to the parks that you can see without paying extra money a dinner show is extra money i mean there's lots of little other attractions that are kind of like shows that we think are a lot of fun so there's a lot of different categories we're trying to figure out what to fit here there and then you know everywhere but you know, we'll get to the dinner shows later. We don't even know if they're bringing the hoop de doo back, which makes me sad. I'm sure they will. But there you go, guys. I hope you enjoyed our show this week. We definitely enjoyed bringing it to you. This is always a lot of fun. We love this. This is fantastic. Again, thank you to Magic of the Mouse Radio for having us. Yes, thank you so much. Be sure to check out our YouTube channel. Just go into YouTube and uh, type in Mouse Talk and you'll find us. We have just around 7,400 subscribers. We've been growing and we're very blessed and honored. And we thank all those who do subscribe to the channel. So if you're looking for something that's a little more visually appealing uh, other than just a podcast come on over to our youtube channel as well we'd love to have you stop on in and if you like what you see subscribe uh, otherwise we will be back in two weeks right april the 19th yep we will be back on the 19th and until then folks we hope you all have a great monday or depending upon when you're listening to this great rest <laughs> of your week and until then take care of yourselves and each other and we'll talk to you soon thanks everybody take care take care now Bye-bye. bye bye Desires will come